Hello and welcome. My name is Meredith Beeson. I'm the Director of State Affairs at the Global Business Alliance. Excited to bring another episode of State Snapshots, uh, a GBA exclusive podcast for our members to learn more about issues and states across the country. Really excited to have Pierce Haley here with us today, a partner at Sirlin Haley. Uh, he is based in Boston, but has offices all over. Uh, welcome, Pierce, to the show. And can you talk a little bit more about Sirlin Haley's work? Sure. Thank you, Meredith, and thank you for having me. Um, I talked to your policy group a couple of weeks ago, and uh, so I'm looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, Sirlin Haley, we are a national firm. Uh, we're based in Boston, which is where we started, but we expanded uh, up to Augusta, Maine, and now we have offices in D.C. as well as Sacramento, California. Great. Well, let's hop right into it and let's talk about Massachusetts. I know it's one of the states that meets year round. So what are legislators looking to tackle in these last few months of 2021? Well, um, as people may or may not know, Massachusetts is a full two year session. We never go out. They never want to give the governor the authority to do anything. Uh, we are super majority Democratic, but we will take a hiatus as of November 17th of uh, in, in basically 20. 29 days, I think, from today. Anyway, so um, right now they're doing redistricting. Uh, there was a one-year requirement that the maps be in place for one year to run for re-election. So we're running right up against it for uh, an election next year. So they're trying to get that done. Uh, we also have a voting rights bill that's trying to uh, be enacted and, and push through the process, as well as, like everybody of the state, ARPA funds uh, and, and how that's going to be addressed. Uh, so um, conventional wisdom and, and the little birdies that I talked to up at the state house tell me that there'll be a bill on uh, the House agenda next Thursday that will have a couple billion dollars to be spent uh, on what we don't know yet. Uh, it, it's been kept very close to the best. Great. Well, well, we'll come back to ARPA in a little bit. But first, I have been asking a lot of our uh, guests on state snapshots a little bit about what lobbying has been like in the state house in Boston. Um, can you share a little bit more of what it's like these days? Are you back in person lobbying? Do you expect it to sort of, quote unquote, return to normal next year? Any details to share there, Pierce, would be great. Yeah, no, uh, I would use two adjectives, tedious and tough. Um, it's been really hard. Um, I think legislators like the fact that they don't have people in their face advocating for a position that they don't agree with. Uh, but we are, um, you know, where I could get 20 requests out in a half hour, meet, you know, walking the halls of the state house now take days. You call, you text, then you finally talk to an aide, and then the meeting gets scheduled for a week or two later. Uh, so everything takes much longer. Um, you know, it's, it's when, when the pandemic first hit, uh, business dropped off almost to nothing. And then I think in a month's time, people realized it's like, hey, yeah, we don't need the legislature now. We need the economic development secretary. We need the governor's office. They're shutting our business down. How do we reopen? And so business just took off. So uh, I knock on wood that we're very fortunate that uh, we've been extremely busy uh, with with a whole host of issues. Yeah, great. Thank you, Pierce. Well, let's shift gears a little bit. You know, GBA has been closely watching some of the Buy American proposals and other kind of restrictive procurement policies across the country. We saw a bill being introduced uh, kind of after the deadline in Massachusetts. We had you into our procurement working group. So for members listening that are not plugged into that procurement group, please do join us where we talk about Buy American bills. 
Um, you know, a lot of the the historically speaking, a lot of these bills sort of sought, you know, restrictions on U.S. source steel for large transportation projects. We know we saw that type of proposal in New York as well as New Jersey. So any thoughts about this Buy American proposal in Massachusetts and predictions about where the legislature and governor uh, might be at with some of these issues? Yeah, so uh, as I had told your procurement group, this was a late file bill. Um, it had come out of nowhere. And, and of course, it uh, gathered everybody's attention because all of a sudden it was up on the radar. But this bill has been around for a number of years. Former uh, NCSL president Dick Moore, uh, it was his bill for a number of years. And uh, it looks like it got resurrected by a member of the Senate leadership team. Probably somebody asked very nicely to file the bill. And so it's going to get a hearing like every bill does in Massachusetts. But, you know, I don't think that uh, based on the economy of Massachusetts that it would get much traction. We have so much foreign investment here. Um, the fact that we have direct flights now to Japan, China, to Israel, uh, all those things have been generated in the last five, six years. Um, and, and, and headquarters um, are coming here still. So. Uh, where a number of companies have left. We still have some corporate headquarters here. And of course, the life sciences is just a tremendous uh, economic driver here for us in Massachusetts. So I don't I don't see this getting a lot of traction. If it does, I'll call you. <laughs> Thank you, Pierce. And I know that you also flagged the bonding bill or economic development bill next year. And I know we are keeping an eye on those types of bills, especially as ARPA funds are sort of being discussed and debated in legislatures to make sure that some of these uh, restrictive procurement policies don't kind of sneak their way in. Um, so thank you again. And for members who want to get involved, again, a reminder to sign up for our procurement working group where we talk about Buy American issues and other trends happening uh, in the procurement space. So let's shift gears to taxes, one of my favorite topics. Uh, we've been watching a few issues in Massachusetts over the year, uh, including combined reporting and tax haven issues. But let's start first with a general question on kind of the state's overall fiscal health. What's the current revenue situation in Massachusetts? We have more money than we know what to deal with. Uh, <laughs> in Massachusetts, um, I think we have a $300 million surplus currently. Uh, we have a closeout budget that's actually working its way to the governor's desk as we speak uh, so that the comptroller can close the books for the Commonwealth. Of course, they were supposed to be closed on October 1st. October 21st, I think, is the day today. We, uh, we're we ahead of schedule. Uh, the last couple of years, it's been very, very late, usually towards December. Uh, so with the ARPA money, with the, with the uh, capital gains uh, inflow, uh, just the way the economy in Massachusetts works, we have a we have a lot of extra money to deal with. Um, as I mentioned, we probably will have an ARPA bill next week, but they, the legislature is definitely controlling that process. The governor tried to spend some of that money. They allowed him to spend very little, and then they took control of the rest and basically put it in a, uh, a locked box so that they can designate where it's going to go and who it's going to go to. But, you know, we have... Uh, even though we're supermajority Democratic, we have fractions in the Democratic Party. We have those very progressive, moderate, and then even conservative Democrats that might as well be Republicans. But the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, the progressives want to spend it on new programming. And I just don't think that that's in the cards for them this year. Uh, the governor and the legislature, we have major transportation and infrastructure problems. 
not not unlike Flint, Michigan, we have lead pipe issues. We have school schools that are 100 years old that are starting to fall down. So we're, we're trying to address all those issues. And then, as everybody knows, the MBTA uh, has been a big issue, which is the, the transportation system here in, in the greater Boston area. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, combined reporting and tax havens. I know that ho- hopefully with the more favorable revenue projections coming into the state and more money than they know how to deal with. But are there any other tax issues that might be coming down the horizon that you'd want to flag for members that you anticipate could be coming up early next year? Well, um, just last this week, uh, we had a hearing uh, to inst- double the excise tax on alcohol. I know you have some members in, in that space. Uh, also, uh, to double the sugar tax, uh, both those issues have been around uh, for a long time. They had increased the excise tax a number of years ago, and by ballot, the citizenry of Massachusetts repealed it. Um, so, you know, you have people that just don't listen to the, the ballot. Uh, we also have, uh, just, as, just as an aside, uh, Jeff Deal, who was a state representative at the time, and worked on the repeal of the increase of the gas tax when Deval Patrick was governor, uh, is now running against Charlie Baker to his right. So um, Charlie Baker is going to have a primary and and the party is definitely more to the right than Charlie Baker is. Hmm. We'll have to stay close and monitor some of the political races. I know that you mentioned redistricting. And so I think a lot of states will be tackling that and redrawing the maps as per their purview. Um, you know, shifting back to the federal stimulus funds, and you mentioned already a couple of ideas where the legislature might go, obviously transportation infrastructure, some of the other water, sewer, critical infrastructure. Anything to add on um, additional ideas where they might appropriate that ARPA funds, or should we just have to wait and see until next week? I think you're going to see a lot of it go to housing. We have a major housing crisis, like most states do. Uh, so we want to stimulate the housing and with the investment of the government doing that, I think that that will jumpstart that. We, we have uh, done a number of uh, laws in the, in the recent years to uh, allow for more increased zoning, uh, uh, intermodal uh, housing uh, to be built near transit, excuse me, transit oriented development is the way they call it. Um, and then also, I think up, updating all the software and systems that these states have legacy systems that are 20, 25 years old. I think a lot of people are starting to say, hey, we got this one time money. Let's let's upgrade our systems. So I think a, a lot of the big software providers are looking at this as an opportunity and the states are as well. Right. <clears throat> it might uh, there might be another round of funding coming down for with this infrastructure package currently being debated at the federal level as well. So. Uh, Thank you, Pierce. And I'm kind of through with my formal questions. And I always like to end state snapshots with a a more fun question, which is related to what is a GBA member service or product that you've used in the last month? Well, um, I first of all, I was I was interested to see that I have a lot of clients on your list uh, through different associations uh, that we represent and then also just directly and outrightly. work with them. But uh, the one that jumped out at me was National Grid, uh, now owned by a British company, but they are my local power provider and have a big footprint here in Boston, in the Boston area and are involved in all sorts of civic as well as municipal issues. 
uh, all over the place. So that would be uh, the one that I would jump out at me that I use regularly. Great. You're using it right now with uh, powering this podcast recording. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Pierce, thank you so much for the time today. Again, Pierce Haley from Sirlin Haley, based in Boston. We appreciate your time today and for your participation with our procurement working group. We'll definitely have you back in to update our members as issues unfold in uh, the State House in Boston. Great. And uh, if anybody goes down to NCSL in Tampa at the end of the month, uh, excuse me, the beginning of November, I uh, hope to see you there. Make yourselves known. Great. Thanks, Pierce. Thank you.